This is Health Matters with Sipla. Welcome to Health Matters, brought to you by Sipla. I'm Ryan O'Connor. Now, asthma is a complex disease. We know it affects the lungs, causing wheezing, breathlessness, chest tightness, and coughing. We also know it's one of the most common long-term diseases affecting children, but that adults can have asthma too. So, what don't we know about it? And more importantly, what do we think we know that simply isn't true? Professor Claudia Gray is a specialist pediatric allergist who's based at the Kids Allergy Center in Cape Town, also part-time consultant at the Allergy and Asthma Clinic at Red Cross Children's Hospital, as well as an associate professor in pediatrics at the University of Cape Town. Uh, hi, Professor. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Ryan. Thanks very much. So, uh, Prof, I've got a list of seven things that we often hear about asthma, and I'm going to run them past you. Could you tell me whether, in fact, it is a fact or a myth? The first being, asthma is often caused by cow's milk or wheat allergies. Is it true? Okay, so Ryan, let's start off with that one. That is definitely a myth. But very often patients or people think, wow, I've got an airway irritability, my nose is running, my chest mm. is tight. It must be something that I'm eating. But in fact, this is a great myth. Respiratory difficulties, respiratory allergies as I always say to my patients, are caused by respiratory allergens, so things mm. that you breathe in, together with a genetic potential and maybe other factors such as pollution, et cetera, et cetera. So that is a myth that people often take to heart and try out all sorts of diets and all sorts of lotions and potions. But in fact, that's the incorrect treatment mm. to treat their twitchy chests and their twitchy noses. And it really needs a different anti-inflammatory treatment approach. Okay, and uh, the next being, asthma can be worsened by allergens in the air, such as pollens or dust mites. So this one is absolutely true. So as I alluded to, asthma is not caused what you, by what you put in your mouth. Although, you know, to a degree, a healthy diet can help with your management of any chronic disease, of course. But asthma can more directly in those allergic people be caused by allergens that you breathe in. Mm. So these are aeroallergens or environmental allergens. And most commonly, they are things like house dust mite or mold or dog and cat dander, which can occur all year round, of course. Mm. Or there can be more seasonal allergens, such as our pollens, our tree pollens and our grass pollens. And certainly, some asthmatics are not allergic at all, and that's called intrinsic asthma. But some asthmatics are allergic as well, and that's sort of called extrinsic asthma. Mm. And in those asthmatics, breathing in the things they're allergic to can certainly worsen their asthma, both acutely or quickly or chronically long-term. Fact or myth, asthma only needs to be treated when the child, or adult for that matter, actually has a wheeze. So, for example, using a reliever pump when necessary as opposed to a daily preventative measure. Okay, so if we lived in 1950, that would be a fact. <laughs> but we're now in the 2000s, and it's absolutely a myth. We have really discovered in the last few decades how much inflammation. So that's, if you think of an abscess, it's swollen, mm. it's red, it's, it's, it's throbbing. And that's what we call inflammation. And if you're asthmatic, that inflammation takes part in the airways. So the airways are inflamed and also the muscles around the airway can acutely go into a spasm. So causing your chest to go tight mm. suddenly. Now, if you take a reliever as and when necessary, all you are doing is relieving that muscle spasm. Okay. 
but you are not working on the inflammation whatsoever. So you're almost patching up a wound superficially. And if you carry on just using a reliever without tackling the inflammation, the inflammation will get worse and worse. You'll actually get sicker and sicker. And in fact, the reliever pumps will end up not working because there's too much inflammation there. So one of the absolute foundations of treating asthma is to actually have a daily anti-inflammatory treatment of sorts. Mm. And these can come in the form of asthma pumps, which are based on corticosteroids, or for the milder asthmatics or some particular tablets. And in fact, studies have shown that patients who only use relievers Mm. and not a preventer are at increased risk of mortality, of death. So this is why it's become a central theme in modern asthma treatment to definitely tackle the inflammation too. Okay. So is it true that that the chest can become, you mean you touched on it there in that answer, uh, but the the fact that, or myth, that the chest can can become weak uh, when regular steroid inhalers are used? Well, this is a myth, uh, Ryan, and it's something that people are very afraid of. And hopefully we can dispel this myth because people think, oh, if I use something every day, surely my chest is going to become used to it or surely I'm going to become resistant to it or my chest, in fact, will become weak. So this is a total myth. In fact, it's the opposite. By taking an an anti-inflammatory, if you've got asthma, so an inhaler with anti-inflammatory actions such as a cortisone pump, you actually slowly chip away at the inflammation which is actually weakening your chest. So the opposite holds. By giving yourself daily Mm -hmm. treatment, you're actually strengthening your chest, making it less vulnerable to overreacting to things like allergens or the cold air or exercise, and making it less vulnerable to really caving in when you've got a virus or an infection. Mm. So your daily cortisone pumps are strengthening your chest and your chest does not become used to it or dependent on it. I do uh, have to exercise caution here with the listeners about oral steroids. So these are used in very specific situations where you take prednisone, for example, by mouth. This is very potent. And if you do that long-term or do steroid injections, then you can have quite severe side effects. But these topical steroids that you inhale are incredibly safe and really don't get into your system in any meaningful amounts. Professor, another one, and I know that in a previous uh, series of of chats you and I have had, this is a big one that comes up, especially with kids that are at school, with teachers that don't understand asthma or don't understand, uh, you know, uh, children that have asthma, they say, or even parents, my kids cannot play sports, it's dangerous, they are asthmatic. Yeah, this is a great question. And it's a tough one. Yeah. Because if your asthma is poorly controlled, you will feel absolutely rubbish when you play a sport. <laughs> sure. Because exercise, especially exercise in cold weather, I always say it's a sort of the rugby scenario in the winter, can really tighten your chest if your asthma is poorly controlled. But the aim of proper asthma diagnosis and treatment mm-hmm. is, of course, you have excellent control. And we have such a wide range of fantastic treatments available these days that almost every single asthmatic should be so well controlled Mm. that they can play the sport that they want to play. So this would require a regular anti-inflammatory medication and maybe even two puffs of their reliever before they exercise so that they don't uh, tighten up during the exercise. But certainly we would like our asthmatics 
to play a full range of sport. And as you know, Ryan, exercise is so important for health on so many levels. And in fact, for asthmatics, it's exactly the same. Graduated increasing controlled exercise is excellent for the chest. And in the long run, will actually increase your chest capacity. Prof, uh, asthma is a risk factor for severe COVID-19 infections, myth or fact? Well, Ryan, initially, you know, we were grabbing at risk factors for severe COVID and, and, and asthma and allergies were amongst them, but this has not really borne out to be a problem. So our well-controlled asthmatics, certainly our mild to moderate asthmatics, are at no extra risk of severe COVID-19. In fact, there has been some talk of the asthma pumps actually possibly being protective against COVID-19, so the opposite. But of course, if you've got terrible, uncontrolled asthma, Mm. it's a chronic chest disease, and that would be a risk factor. But those are the minority of people and even more reason to get your asthma well controlled. And that can be the, the same can be said for any other chronic sure. disease really granted, yeah. right? So Absolutely. uncontrolled obesity, yes. uncontrolled high blood pressure, uncontrolled Absolutely. diabetes, they're yeah. all risk factors. So any just general poor health is a risk factor for severe COVID-19. But mild to moderate asthma, especially if well controlled, Absolutely not an increased risk sure. factor. And then finally, fact or myth, asthmatics almost always have a poor quality of life and are very restricted in their activities. So Ryan, hopefully during the course of this podcast, yes. we've, we've managed to dispel that myth nicely Absolutely. by really you know, reassuring the listener that if you have your asthma diagnosed and well-treated, good treatment with minimal side effects, you are going to, in the vast majority of cases, be able to have a great normal quality of life, including Mm. sport, including, you know, just socializing and and, and scholastic or, or job performance. So the aim of asthma treatment is to normalize our asthma sufferers and thus have a good quality of life. This has been once again a delight to have you. I know that time is precious and to everyone who's listening to this, uh, just again, a huge thanks for joining us. Professor Claudia Gray, specialist in pediatric allergies based at Kids Allergy Center in Cape Town. Thanks for your time today again. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thanks a lot. Thanks for everyone for listening to Health Matters with myself, Ryan O'Connor, in partnership with Sipla. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, remember to rate and review the show. And of course, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. You've just enjoyed Health Matters with Sepler.